Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 157 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to dig into an update about her internet connection. It's a little bit better on that end of things. We're going to talk about some makeup. We're going to talk about some skincare, a recent facial Melanie had, and maybe weigh in on a few things that have happened in the last few days on the internet. It's going to be fantastic. Before we get to all of that, though, I want to let you know that we are so excited to have a brand new t-shirt with milk and honey teas. It is the cutest gray t-shirt, and on the front in white, it says, won't he do it? And you can find that t-shirt if you go to milkandhoneyteas.com. It comes in sizes small through 3XL, and it's 100% cotton. It's kind of a boxier fit tee, super comfortable for the winter and PJs. So check it out, milkandhoneytees.com, and we hope you enjoy episode 157. Hey, everybody, this is Sophie. This is Boo Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. Okay, that's so much better because that time you talked right after I did. Okay, that's helpful. Well, as you know, I have been, I've spent part of my afternoon on the phone with Julius um, at 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 AT&T, and he assured me that he's reset my modem and that I am at my full functioning internet speed. Okay. All right. Well, we can only, we can only hope and trust that, um, that he has in fact performed the service he says he performed. Yes. Well, and I asked him, I said, he said that I am getting the service that's at the speed at which I'm currently paying for. And I said, okay, so here's my question for you. Is there a next level of speed that I can get? (laughs) And he told me that what I'm paying for is all that is currently available in my area. I'm as fast as I can get for where I live, essentially. Um, But I will have you know, just because I want to say this for the record, that when I was talking to Gully earlier today and I said, Sophie and I have to podcast, I said, but my internet has been terrible and we've just been having a really hard time. And she said, you know what the problem is? And I said, what? She said, it's because it's been so windy. I'm just saying. (laughs) She did. She said, and here's the thing. I'm going to offer this valid point. She said, because in San Antonio, it's like a desert from like April until now. And it's everything so still. And then what happens is October comes and the wind starts blowing and everything starts to malfunction. So I just want to say. Well, this feels very reasonable. This feels so reasonable. That I am not alone. Because she said that she has Grande.com or Grande.com or whatever is her internet. She said it never acts up and it's even been acting up. And she feels certain that it's the wind. Okay. All right. So I'm just saying. I feel like, I feel like you had Grande when we first met each other. I don't think we've ever had Grande. 
Maybe we okay, did. Maybe I can't remember. I don't know. It's, no, you had SBC Global is what you had. We did. And then it became mm-hmm. AT&T. Like we just got morphed okay. into AT&T. Because remember my original email address was like pshankel at sbcglobal.net, which is still my email address for some antiquated accounts that I've just never changed. Yes, yes. Well, Even though that's an I'm, email I can't access anymore. So don't email me at that email because I won't get it. That's right. Well, I'm so glad that, that hopefully things are better, that the winds have died down in San Antonio. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. So, And that all is well. Yes, we will see. But maybe it is. Maybe it's the wind. Well, so we don't have a ton to talk about. I know we have kind of kicked off the last couple of weeks with football. We don't have a ton to talk about, really. A&M won this past weekend. State loss to LSU. Alex and I went to the game. We had a fine time. Um, but the, the real the real delight in our household was last Friday night. Now, Melanie knows this in part. But yes. I, I have I have been to many high school football games over the course of my life. And I I really do think that maybe except for when my high school won the state championship when I was a junior, it was my favorite high school football game I've ever been to this past Friday night. It was fantastic. That is delightful. Tell us about it. Tell us more. Well, here's the thing is we weren't necessarily supposed to to win. We weren't expected to win. Um, And we were playing a really good team here in Birmingham called Ramsey. They're just such a great team, so much tradition, um, a fantastic coach. And so it's just one of those games you kind of look forward to because it's, you know, they're, they're just, they're just one of the best teams we'll play all year. And, Mm -hmm. and we were not, we, we did okay in the first half, but we were down a good bit when we went to halftime. But um, in the second half, um, one of the guys in Alex's grade made a catch. I still like I still see it in, in my memory, and mm-hmm. I don't know how he caught that ball. And we scored right after that. So suddenly it was twenty to fourteen. And then late in the game, um, one of our junior guys caught a pass again. I, it, he was right in front of us, and I don't I don't know how he got his hands around that ball. But we went up twenty one twenty, which was wow. and, and I looked at my friend Stephanie, and I was like, we're gonna win, we're gonna win this game. We're gonna win this oh game. My gosh. And so there's four super tense minutes left and Ramsey has the ball and they drive like we, we pin them after kickoff back, like at the five and they drive the whole length of the field and they get down, like they get down. I can't remember what yard line they were on, but I mean, they, they are so close to scoring, Mm -hmm. but it's fourth down. And so with like 20 seconds left, they send out the field goal kicker to kick but they haven't made an extra point all night they they so wow so so it's so it's dicey right because you know their kicking situation is probably not the strongest part of their game yeah but they go to kick that field goal and I could hardly look I could hardly look and right as the rain the 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 Ramsey um special teams come out on the field our friend Joey leans over to me and he says um like in the most melodramatic voice you can mm-hmm. imagine, he says, um, "Grab your three stones, David." And <laughs> I almost wet my pants just because we were all so tense. Yes. I mean, you know. Yes. And um, anyway, so Ramsey goes. They they kick the ball and we block it. And wow. I'm here to tell you. I, I'm here to tell you, like. To see, and like Alex is not even in the game, 
Yeah. But there, but just it doesn't matter at all. Uh It doesn't matter. Like to see his friends and his teammates, and then to see him on that sideline, and they go crazy. Um, And it was just, it was, it was incredible. It was so great. It was so great. And then, um, I mean, after the game, I bet they st- they all stayed on the field for 20 minutes. You know, I mean, it was just, and all oh, the students ran that. down to the edge of the field. But then the um, our kids and the Ramsey kids made a huge circle in the middle and, and prayed. It was just, and I don't know, it was just like, it was one of those games where the two teams respect one another. You know what I mean? And Yeah, yeah. And like, you, you almost, you hated for them to lose like that. But we were, but it was so much grit and so much effort and so much heart on our side. And um, just to see how the boys encouraged one another and cheered for one another. And I don't know, it was just, it was one of those nights where it was like, oh, high school sports, you just own me. Like, yes, you're the best thing I know. And yeah. um, it, it, I don't know, it was so sweet. And so anyway, it was just, it was great. It was great. And so when we went to Starkville the next day, I bet Alex and I talked about the game. We talked about the the high school game for probably an hour of the trip. Just And I was like, you will remember that for the Aww. rest of your life. He'll remember it for the rest yes. of his life, you know? Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. He'll, re- he'll mm-hmm. remember those boys block. I mean, he'll just, he'll, he'll just remember it. And it's, yeah, it's fantastic. That's so fun. That is so fun. We apparently, mm-hmm. our high school game was also exciting this week and it went to, we were down by two touchdowns with like two minutes left and we came back, tied it up and we won in overtime. I missed it because I was in Abilene speaking mm-hmm. Abilene Christian. So I had to hear about it later, but, um, but I do love a high school football game. It's just, it's hard to beat Friday night lights. I mean, it really is. It, and, and we had, we had tailgated before the game and it was the, it was really like, it was cool. Like you needed, mm-hmm. I, like I wore a jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> was, which is saying something. Yeah, it really is. Um, even when we, and under a tailgate tent, when I put my, my, my jacket on, Stephanie said, let it be known that Sophie is adding the yes. jacket. Cause I mean, you know, we went to New York back in the spring and I could hardly bother with my coat. So um, yeah. anyway, it was just, it was crisp and cool. And I don't know, it was just such a great night. And you're, I was just so happy. I, I was so happy for the kids. I was so happy for our coaches. I just, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I'm just so grateful. Fun. Yeah. Over and over. I just kept thinking, I'm so grateful that, that for, for whatever reason, um, Alex had interest in this particular area and it stuck. Like, I'm just yes. I'm grateful that we're at this stage of life because so many things don't stick. I'm glad this one yeah. stuck. And anyway. Oh, that's so yeah. fun. I love that. That's a good Friday so night. It's a good Friday um, night. So how was, how was Abilene? Abilene was good. I got there and I drove in. First of all, I'm going to tell you that to get to Abilene from San Antonio, you literally drive to the middle of nowhere. Um, it's a lot of wide open spaces, which I did not mind because it's pretty. It's a pretty drive, a lot mm-hmm. of country roads. You drive through a lot of small towns. Um, I drove through Mason, Texas, where they had fashioned some hay bales into a football player that looked like their high school football team. Like it had like, it was like purple and pads, which I thought was super cute. Um, and then I spoke at the Sigma Theta Chi 50th anniversary. So Abilene doesn't have traditional sororities. They have social clubs, but it's pretty okay. much a sorority, but they're not national sororities. So it was their 50th. They were founded in 1969. So it was their 50th um, deal. And it was fun. It was fun to see all those um, 
I mean, 50 years of women that have gone through Abilene Christian that were part of that and part of that club. And it was super fun to see them. And um, and the original women, they had a lot of the women there that had originally founded it in 1969. Oh. They were there and um, and they were super sweet. So it was fun. And then I went back and um, to my Hampton Inn because everything at Abilene closes. So I went back to my Hampton Inn and ate some snack mix that was in my gift bag, you know, as, as we do mm-hmm. in this glamorous speaking mm-hmm. life. Um, and then I did not <laughs> sleep great, you know, mm-hmm. and then I got up at eight in the morning and I drove back home. And so I was back home. So it was funny is Saturday morning, Perry had left to go to the ranch and had taken the dogs. I got back home by, I guess, about 1230. It took me about four and a half hours to get home. And I came in and Caroline was still asleep. She hadn't even woken up yet. So <laughs> oh, she hardly knew you were gone. No, uh-uh. didn't really even matter that I was gone. So, um, so she, um, so that was it. And then we got up and I was wiped out and literally laid on the couch and watched football the rest of the day. She had a cold or she started feeling bad on Saturday. And then I didn't feel bad on Saturday. I was just tired. And then I started feeling bad on Sunday. And then as you know, I woke up Monday morning with like a sore throat. Um, and I just have not felt great in the whole scheme of things. Well, Um, we're so glad that you were able to rebound enough to record this episode of the podcast. It means, it means the world. Well, the show must go on, right, is, is what needs to happen. So I felt like I needed to persevere through podcast excellence. I even called AT&T. I've tried to work out my problems there. I'm just, I'm trying to be my best self all the way around. Well, now one, one additional thing that happened was I got home from the football game Friday night and you know mm-hmm. we were we were we were so excited and and so so elated and um I thought I, I thought about you because I thought well there's no way I think I even texted you like that night that was like we had the most amazing win and yes. uh and um as or maybe it was the next day but anyway as I was looking around on Twitter I was like oh look at all these fun clips of the block field goal and all that all that kind of stuff and then it suddenly came to my attention that there was there was a thread Related to something that somebody had said about our friend Beth Moore. Yes. And yes, it's not often when I read something and immediately I think, or is the smoke only coming out of my ears or is the fire actually coming out of the top of my head? Um, (laughs) But that was sort of my immediate reaction. And so I sat and I pondered on that and I, Like I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't make my peace with it. I couldn't make sense of it. I was just so distressed Uh and, um, and finally kind of composed my thoughts enough to respond on the thread that, that I had read and, um, but I couldn't, I couldn't stop thinking about it. Now I have no interest at this point, um, in, in this whole situation and rehashing who said it or any of that, Uh Uh but, but, um, but I do, I just thought maybe it might be, um, it might be healing. It might be, it might be, um, it might help to sort of turn, turn, turn this towards something positive because since one of the things that was said about Beth was that she needed to go home, I thought maybe we could just, because we know her and love her and respect her and have yeah. learned so much from her, I thought maybe we could just mention a few things that we would love for Beth to do that, that don't involve going home. Like I thought maybe we could just we could just articulate some of the the reasons why she is so needed and so valuable and so loved um right where she is so 
Yeah. Here's, here's my thing. We're always going to have places we disagree, specifically in the body of Christ. We're, we, we don't have to look far to find places where we may not all line up. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 what I keep thinking about is the scripture that says to love one another with brotherly affection, to outdo one another yes. in showing honor. If you really feel like someone is in error and you mm-hmm. don't feel like you can go to that person, there's, I mean, I, granted, I do think he should have gone to her if he was so concerned, mm-hmm. but you can address those things. You can talk about those things in a way that does not turn somebody into a punchline. You can yes. you can talk about those things in a way that still very much esteems the person that you're talking about. Because, you know, we could sit here and we can make a list of, of 50 teachers, 50, 50 preachers in, who, are, who are currently in ministry. And, and it's likely that we won't line up with on every single thing. But there are ways to talk about those things um, that's, that are charitable yeah. and they're helpful. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm, that don't belittle mm-hmm. or demean somebody else's ministry. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because we can support. Yeah. So here's the first thing I'd like to see Beth do. Um, and okay. and um, the first thing I'd like to see her do is to keep going. I'd like to see yes. her keep going. Yes. I, yes. I, I feel like she has had a, a voice that's so unique and so needed, particularly. I mean, I would say in my adult life, you know, especially as my my life from the time that I um, sort of entered into motherhood and all that kind of stuff. She's been a, a huge voice in my life, but, um, but particularly the last um, three or four years, just in church culture, her voice has been so important for abuse survivors Mm -hmm. and for um, racial issues. She has been needed and necessary and, and steady and faithful. And I want to see her I want her to keep going because I feel like the the Lord has been so instructive through her for so many of us and we need it. I agree. I, t- I couldn't agree more. I think number one, she is, I think she's a spiritual mom to so many of us in mm-hmm. the way that she has guided us and led us. And, um, and the bottom line is, is people forget because I think you and I, it depends on where you are in your age right now. But like, I vividly remember a time when it felt like there were no women, there were no Bible studies taught by a woman who felt relatable that, I wanted to do, you know, and now right. there's so many, I mean, it's like, you can, it was funny the other day, somebody was talking about a Bible study they were doing and it was by somebody I'd never even heard of. I can't remember. And I was like, there are so many women out there writing Bible mm-hmm. studies and teaching and doing all that, that we forget that really just 20 years ago, there was none of that. Like that just didn't exist. And mm-hmm. so to have a woman's voice speak into women's issues, um, and, and not just women's issues, but just from that perspective of, of being a wife and being a mom and, and all of that stuff, it's so relatable. And what she's done to grow so many of us in our faith is, I mean, it can never be counted. It's, it's, there's, there's one Beth Moore and I think God has used her in powerful ways. So I think, yes, she needs to keep going. Um, I think she also needs to stay on Instagram because yes, she is a delight, delight and a joy to me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what she's talking about, whether it's serious or whether we're just seeing her grandkids or we're seeing her dog or whatever, it just, it makes me happy. I agree. I enjoy Like I, I, I enjoy Beth on all the social medias. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I think she's she's just a safe place for so many people, you know. Yeah. And, and and that's a listen. That's a lot to carry. That's no small thing to be a safe place for that many people. It's yeah. no small thing to to sit where she has, where she currently sits, even um, because she has received so much criticism. But but she yep. has stayed in it. I mean, she has yep. faithfully stayed in it, and um, I just I admire her so much and love her so much, and and. Yep treasure her voice so much um yeah so we think we beth we think beth needs to keep going um for sure we think that um beth needs to stay on instagram that's yes that's, yes that's for valid sure. um and i don't want to talk about the issue at hand in a way that's ungracious that's not gracious because mm-hmm. they weren't gracious to her but my hope is is that as she as she stand continues to stand up as she continues um, to to stand firm, um, I hope she will find that there are a lot of us who stand with her, and yeah. that yeah. that that we will speak up and and we will follow her lead, and we will we will um, graciously speak up and speak out when voices try to enter the fray in ways that are unkind or dishonoring or. Um, mm-hmm. dismissive that dismissive part really gets me yeah <laughs> that dismissive yeah. part yeah. is what um there was something today where I felt like there was somebody who was super dismissive um of another female bible teacher and I have just decided I'm done being quiet about it like mm-hmm. you know I mean not that not that I'm gonna patrol the internet like <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, um, not that, but, but, but it's not hard. It, it doesn't take a lot of time in that context to stand up for somebody. And so I hope that as Beth, as she, you know, as she continues to move forward, she, she will feel the, the support of, um, a lot of women who love her and who stand with her. So again, we may not agree on every single issue that, that arises. Um, yeah. but, but we can, we can love one another well. We can honor one another with how we we handle stuff and um and we can support our sisters. Well, and I think to me that's one of the things that Beth has taught me and even watching her on social media, like on Twitter in particular, is I know that there are people that I see her encourage and lead and be kind to and be gracious to that I know she doesn't agree with on every single theological issue. Right. You know, it's it's, it's that whole thing of, to me, she's even led that way where I'm like, that doesn't mean just because I don't agree with this person on these couple of issues doesn't mean that I can't interact with them because here's what we do agree on Jesus. And so right. let's find that common ground and what we can do. And I think when I look at all the different teachers that have spoken into my life, I love a Beth Moore. I've loved a Kelly mentor. Um, um, why did I say mentor? A Kelly <laughs> mentor. A Kelly mentor. If she's also parkour, known. Parkour with uh, Kelly Mentor. Parkour mentor. Mentor has been a mentor mm-hmm. to me. But I just, I, I look at different mm-hmm. Bible teachers, Priscilla Shire, that have really helped me in my walk. And here's the thing. there Another woman could say, eh, they didn't really resonate with me. Those aren't the ones that I like. But it's like, if somebody's out there speaking the name of Jesus and teaching about him, that's going to look different. Different people are going to relate to the way different people. So we, it's like, it's biblical that God needs all of us with all of our different thoughts and mindsets and backgrounds and histories and teaching styles and all of that, because one person isn't going to appeal to everybody. So like, why can't we encourage everybody and their gifts and what God has called them to do, even if that's different than what we in particularly like or care for? 
Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, nobody's saying we have to go plant a church with, with everybody. No. You know, like we, <laughs> we, mm-hmm. we can esteem people that we may have some, some fundamental fun, fund, we're not doing our words well today, mm-hmm. that we may have some fundamental disagreements with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway, so I, I feel more, more encouraged than ever and more sort of resolved than ever that um, I'm going to stand up for my girls. Not, and, and not just, yeah not just people that I happen to know personally, but like, there's just, no, there's no reason for it. And, and a friend of mine texted me the other night and she said, why in the world would somebody who's not a Christian want to be a Christian if they look yeah. at the way that we treat one another? And I mean, yep. if that, if that is not the truth, we eat our own and yeah. it's heartbreaking. Like it's heartbreaking yeah. um, to see somebody like a Beth um, who yep. has, who has for her entire adult life, um, followed Jesus in every way that she could to love and serve his church. And that, that somebody would, would be so dismissive of that. Um, and so callous about that. Um, mm-hmm. We can address things where we feel like if we feel like somebody's theology is in error, we have all kinds of avenues to address that without, um, without talking about them in a way that is hurtful or that is arrogant. So yeah. So yeah. I'm I'm more resolved than ever to stand up for for people and to stand with people who are yeah. honestly trying to do the their their very best to walk out whatever the assignment the Lord has given them. Yes, I agree. I feel like Jesus is taking us all. We're like the family, and He's taking us all on a road trip to somewhere <laughs> fabulous, and we're worried about who has more space in the back seat and who has the better snacks. Like you know, really, that is like, the best analogy. <laughs> That is such a good analogy. <laughs> well, yes. it just came to me. But yes. it, it's that whole thing of, and I feel like what he wants to turn around is go, stop it. None of this even matters. Just focus on where we're going. Just yeah. focus on the big picture. Like, stop it. It does not matter who has the beef jerky right now. Just right. stop. <laughs> like, it's just ridiculous. That is such a good analogy. I'm so proud of you for that. <laughs> That's so good. Um, That's- so I don't know. It's just... I, I- I hope that on the other side of this, and this is, I mean, listen, this thing was just a small piece of what's been going on for a while. So yeah. Beth is no stranger to, to unkind remarks, but, but, um, but golly, I hope she feels encouraged by the way, the ways that women and men um, stood up with her and for her um, again, not to defend every theological point she has ever made, but, mm-hmm. but to honor her as somebody who has lived a life of service to the Lord and who yes. has, who has, who has loved Jesus above every single thing in her, mm-hmm. in her life. And so yep. in, anyway, I just adore her and I know you adore her and I've never known anybody with more integrity. I don't think in my life. Mm-hmm. So anyway, all that to say, yeah. we got, we got big hopes and dreams for for what's ahead for Beth and um, and golly, if she's not a prophetic voice in the church right now, I don't know who is. Yep. 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 And if, and if she goes home, I think we're all sunk. I think we need, I don't, <laughs> I don't think any of us need, I don't think any of us need to go home. I don't think any of us need to go home. I think we need to all keep going. Yeah. Because what I have seen her do over and over and over again, what she's done with both of us, what I've seen her do in, in pretty much any situation where I have seen her one-on-one with an, a woman who writes or speaks is to champion them, to encourage them, 
to to mm-hmm. she she calls people forward all the time. She is deeply invested in the generation behind her, the gener the the generation behind that, um, and and really wants to see um, women come to a place where they they walk out whatever the Lord has has given them in terms of assignments with confidence and with um, with joy. And so it's a good yeah. thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so there's okay. that. Now, this is a completely mm-hmm. different, a completely different area. But as you know, we've been having okay. our bathroom, we've been having our bathroom redone. Yes. And um, so we were super excited. And um, last week, the tile was going up in the shower. And so that was really exciting to see, you know, it starts to look like an actual shower. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. not just like the the end of the bathroom that's, that's, um, that's gutted. I mean, the whole thing's gutted. But mm-hmm. anyway, so they grouted one day last week, and we had a super busy day and didn't get home until that night. And when David and I walked in the bathroom, honestly, it was it was like a I mean, you couldn't hear it except in your head, but there was a little bit yeah. of a wonk, wonk, wonk. Oh, no. Oh, um, no. It was just, we just, it was just clear that maybe it was not the best tile work. Just, I don't have to get into the details. So, um, but it was just a lot of jagged edges, like some not great cuts. Things didn't line mm-hmm. up. Like the seams weren't mm-hmm. clean. And when once the grout went in, it was obvious like the grout lines weren't even and it was just uh. so David emailed our very kind contractor and said, could you come by tomorrow? And so he did. And he looked at it for about 45 seconds when he got over to our house last Thursday. And he said, so I'd like to rip all this out. Oh, man. And he kind of explained the circumstances of of anyway, that part's not important. So today our bathroom is being demolished for the second time. So that's good. That's great. So, so the, um, the, the knee showers coming out and then, and then they're going to retile it again. But I will say in all of that, how nice to have a contractor who will look at something and instead of trying to convince us why it should be okay, he goes, no, this is not how I would want it to be. And so it needs to come out. That was equally encouraging and kind. That's good. But, but I think we're going to set a record for how long we're without our bathroom. I, I don't, I don't uh, really, at this point, we just share a bathroom with Alex. I don't really foresee if by Christmas uh-huh. we could be back in our own, that would be fantastic. But uh, I will tell you, it's, uh, it feels like this is, it feels like it's taken, you know, uh-huh. I mean, you can't, you can't, I mean, everything, no. some, something's going to go wrong always. Yes. Home repairs. Well, it was funny because we have, so our kitchen island is like a stained wood. And so ever since we did it, it has something that we put on it, which I blame myself because I told Perry that the lady at the paint store told me this was the best finish to put on it to make it water resistant and all this stuff. But something about it, I don't know if it didn't set right, if it wasn't, but it's always been, it's just a little bit sticky, like like it's not smooth. And not in other, not in all places, but you can't like it never, anyway, it's just been a problem. And so like, if I, like, it still has some glitter that's stuck on it from last Christmas that like, you can't quite stuff sticks to it. And so when I wipe it down, so it drives me crazy. So 
I had told Perry this week, he didn't have a lot going on work-wise. And I said, you know what it'd be a great week to do? I said, is to sand down that island and redo it. And so he was like, yeah, I have been needing to do that. And I said, and I really don't have a lot going on. I can even help you with it. Uh, And he said that, he said, that'll be a great idea. He said, because how could that possibly go wrong? He said, that won't lead to us having a huge fight at all, which I thought is so true. Cause like all marital to do projects always really go so smoothly and without any kind of fight or argument. Right. This has promise written all over it, Mm -hmm. just full of promise Mm -hmm. and hope. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But at this point, tomorrow's Wednesday, nothing has happened or gone in that direction. And I'm leaving town on Thursday. And so I kind of feel like it's probably not going to happen this week after all. Okay. So is it, so you have to, are you, are you stripping the, the, the countertop? What, what are, what, What do you have to do to it? I think what we're going to have to do is sand it down to its natural, back to its natural finish. Because we've got to get this, whatever this varnish is on top, we've got to get that layer off. And so, but it's supposed to be super smooth because it's wood. So it's supposed to be super smooth. And on the sides, it is like something about the top either didn't set or it didn't work. I don't know from the beginning because it's only in certain places, but it drives me crazy. I can totally Um, see that. Yeah. Yeah. It drives me crazy. And so it, and it has driven me crazy for a long time, but it'll be a project because I mean, you can't, I mean, it's part of our kitchen. So it's not like you can take it outside and sand it down. It's like, you're going to have to, while it's in the kitchen, get a hand sander, I guess, and then, and then repaint it. Um, Cause I love the color and everything. So we're going to have to restain it and then reseal it with something. Well, that just sounds like an endeavor. It is going to be an endeavor. And it's kind of why we've, I think, always put it off because then, you know, the smell and all that stuff, but it's got to be done because it's it's gotten progressively worse. Like more and more spots have started to be like that to where the whole thing just drives me crazy. So, um, and I don't know what went wrong because this lady at the paint store had told me, oh, this is what they use at the Hotel Emma. It's on their bar and it's the reason why it's waterproof and it won't ring and all that, which I was like, great, because that's what you want if you're going to have a wood countertop in your kitchen is something that'll stay pretty and not get watermarks and all that on it. Um, But that was not the case for this. Did y'all stain it or did the painters stain it? The painters did it. Yes, I, I think Perry helped. I think Perry helped. I don't remember. Okay. I just it was kind of like your bathroom. By the time we got to that point, I was like, okay, just get it done. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Know. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Can I just pour so, the thing of stain on there and just we'll just let it run and it, it'll be mm-hmm. fine. It, that'll be good. Yeah, because I don't know if you remember, but it literally was finished three days before Christmas. Yes, because we both that year had our had our kitchens uh-huh. turned upside down at Christmas time. Yep. And for Thanksgiving, we were having to piecemeal together. I was having to cook on an outdoor stove and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, so anyway, I would like to have it done before the holidays. That would be nice. So maybe next week will be the week. Okay. Well, keep us posted. Something, something to hope for. Something to shoot for. Hello, everyone. I'm just interrupting to tell you a couple of things. Here's the first thing. If you would like to check out some of the things that Melanie and I mentioned on this podcast, you can do that oh so easily by going to our Amazon store. And to do that, you go to amazon.com slash shop slash big boo. 
That's amazon.com slash shop slash big boo. You can look at so many of the things that we've mentioned. You can peruse them. You can click on the little comments icon and it will tell you a couple of things that we think about that thing. It's very fancy. So amazon.com slash shop slash big boo. The second thing is if you would like to join us for a couple of extra episodes every month, you can do that by joining our Patreon. On Patreon, we do two bonus episodes every month for our subscribers. We do one Closer Look episode where we dig into something that fascinates us. And then we do a lengthy Q&A episode every month. And the October Q&A will actually be out in just a couple of days. So if you would like to join us on Patreon, you do that by going to patreon.com slash bigboo. That's patreon.com slash bigboo. It's $5 a month, easy breezy, bonus content, and oh so fun. Alrighty, that's all I had to say. Hope you enjoy the rest of episode 157. Um, now, on a totally different note than home repair, I had mentioned to you, so I had, I went in last week to get a facial and I had my first hydrofacial, which I feel like I'd been hearing people talk about and I've been dying to try. A hydrofacial? Yes. So supposedly what a hydrofacial does is they, it has some sort of like, a, it's like a little machine that's like, I guess it's like microneedling where they're like, zzz, 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 and it's like cleaning stuff out. It like sucks stuff out of your pores. Okay. And then it infuses like deep moisturizing things into your pores, like vitamin C and hyaluronic acid and all this stuff. And it's supposed to plump your skin. Okay. um, And help with fine lines and all of that. Um, And I don't know how I feel about it. I did it. Oh, not the response. I thought we were going to get no, it was, here's the thing. It was, it was more expensive than a normal facial, but I thought, well, if it really does everything that it says it can do, because I do, it's supposed to really help like deeply moisturize your skin. And so I thought if it really does all that, it would be worth it. But I think at the end of the day, like when, now when she finished, I was like, okay, my skin is glowing. Like it was very glowy and it felt very moisturized and all that stuff. Um, but even when she showed me, she was like, look in the tube, you can see all the stuff that came out of your skin. And here's, I don't mean to be prideful about my skin. I don't mean to brag about my skin. I'm just saying that I am meticulous about my skincare. Yes. And so what she wanted to have was this major reveal moment where she was going to show me how dirty and disgusting my pores were. And there was really like nothing. It was like clear water with a couple of like dead skin flakes in there. And I'm like, yeah, because... I'm meticulous about my skin. I don't have a bunch of stuff in my pores. I, so, I was going to say she was. She did not know clearly um, what she, <laughs> what she was up against in that in that moment. Just from the perspective of, ma'am, if you were looking for somebody who will cling to a regimen when it comes to her skin, <laughs> you have met your poster child. Like this is this is this is your person who whatever seventeen steps you give her. To, to walk through on a daily basis, she she's she's not just going to do them. She's going to excel at them. She's going to that's a, she's going to do them thoroughly and with excellence. Mm-hmm. That's exactly mm-hmm. right. I'm not using a Neutrogena makeup wipe. I'm not going to sleep with my makeup on. Mm-hmm. I'm not just using Cetaphil. I'm doing a double cleanse. I'm exfoliating. I'm using uh-huh. chemical exfoliant. I'm doing all the stuff. So when she showed me the water, she was like, "Huh." 
yours looks pretty good. Like, and I was like, mm-hmm, you, I, I, I almost felt like a marketing error. <laughs> well, well, I was like, I'm sure you've had some dramatic reveals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so all that to say, I don't know that I would, I mean, maybe there's other ones, maybe another one would be better, but I don't know that it was any better than a normal facial personally. Now, I'm just saying that in case anybody's been ta- thinking about it, but I feel like the other facial I've gotten there is called the sparkler where they do this deep vitamin C and all that stuff. And I feel like it's every bit as beneficial as the hydrofacial. Okay. Did it hurt? That's it. No, it didn't hurt. It kind of felt like it, you know, what it reminded me of is like microdermabrasion. Like it felt pretty much like a cat was licking my face. Is okay. how it felt. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> You just gave some <laughs> esthetician an idea. Like, oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we could do that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, it just, it felt like that. So it was very exfoliating. And I mean, and, I, and my skin does look, it looked good. I mean, like it's not that it, and it definitely did plump it up. I just don't know that overall she was like, oh, and this, this internal or like what we've done, it'll last like a month, like all this. And I'm like, mm, my skin feels as dry getting out of the shower now as it's ever felt. I don't know that it feels like it's super hydrated necessarily. Okay. Well, so I don't know, maybe it's different, different places, maybe different places use different stuff. I don't know. I just was kind of like, eh, okay. Now, have you been doing any microneedling? Have you, have you, have you done that lately or recently? I really haven't. You know, I feel like since I started using the Sunday Riley stuff, because at night I've been doing that, I do the Luna oil and then I do the good jeans over it, which is supposed to be this deep. Like, I don't, I don't feel like I need the other. Okay. That's high praise. So that's high praise. Yeah, I mean, I, I really like, I feel like the Sunday Riley products for is, exp- I mean, they are pricey, but I do feel like they, they are ones like I've tried other pricey products where I've been like, yeah, that's not worth the money. I do feel like they're worth the money. Now, have I talked on the podcast, and I think I probably have, have I talked on the podcast about the Marc Jacobs eyeliner? Is that the one you got with Jamie? Yeah, I got, so I got the first one with Jamie and with okay. our friend Jamie Golden, and we were at Sephora, and so I, I bought one because Jamie, I think, was disappointed that was all I bought in the store. Um, but I've since gone back and, and gotten another one. Um, I love it so much. And I have, I'm a bad eyeliner wearer because I apparently touch my eyes a lot. My eyes water. I, I you know, I'll laugh to, until okay. I cry about four times a day. Um, I just am not mm-hmm. a great eye makeup wearer, but I love that eyeliner so much. And it, it it's one of those things okay. where it's a little... It's a little pricier than a normal eyeliner, kind of like the Sunday Riley stuff. But I'm like, well, there's a reason yeah. because it stays on, okay. you know, it's um, it doesn't irritate my eyes at all. And I wear contacts. And so I can be a little sensitive around the eye area, mm-hmm. but I love it a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's good to know. That's good to know. I, w- I may want to try that. So is it, does it, do you smudge it a little bit or do you feel like it just goes on? No, like it how, what, it goes me. on a little smudgy. It's, it's got a self sharpener. And then, it, uh-huh. I mean, like when you extend it, it sharpens a little bit. And then it's got a sharpener on the bottom if you like a super fine, you know, little bit of eyeliner. I just put it on without using the the other sharpener and it's a little smudgy, which I like because okay. I, I don't have super wide eyes. And so I like a little bit of smudge uh-huh. um, just because I feel yeah. like it it draws attention to them a little more. So, um, okay. 
anyway, but I just, I love it. I think it's so great. Okay. I don't ever want to be without okay. it. I mean, it, like, it's kind of like the the Urban Decay, the the naked eyeshadow palette that I love mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or the Naked Basics that I love so much. Um, I'll never be without mm-hmm. that. I don't think I'll ever be without this eyeliner. I think it's, I'm, I'm okay. in it for the for the long haul. And I have also tried. Yeah, it really is. I have also over the last couple of weeks used the um, the shape tape for the first time, the concealer. Yes, yes. I'm a huge fan because okay, I'm gonna tell you what I've what I've got going on right now underneath my mm-hmm. eyes <laughs> is broke down. I mean, it yeah. is. It is. I thought. I mean, like it is a whole new level of humbling. I would shoot collagen in there myself every day if I could. Like, it's just Mm -hmm. like over the last year or so, whatever was plump down there has surrendered. Um, I was telling somebody last night that um, my friend Tracy's grandmother, every time she would get ready to get off the phone, just she would just decide she was done talking. And you could, it didn't matter what Uh anybody was saying to her. She'd just go, so bye. And she hung <laughs> up like so bye. So what I'm telling you is, is that whatever has plumped my eyes mm. underneath over the mm-hmm. last year or so has so bad me. It says so mm. bye. So um, bye. Okay. I'm done. Mm. So bye. Um, and and so the shape tape really helps with the the shadows now that live okay. there. It okay. and it's it's bright like it's but mm-hmm. it's but it's not like it, it's not chalky so okay. because you know a real chalky concealer all it does is just accentuate all your fine lines I was so, gonna say it gets in all those lines yeah so I just dot it underneath my eye about five times underneath each eye and then I just dab it mm-hmm. and then I also I also dot it around my nose um, where I can okay. get a little discolored sometimes or in the mornings where like I have creases on each side of my nose because mm-hmm. wrinkles are just everywhere. And then I'll dot yes. it sometimes um, if I look real creasy around my mouth in the morning, I'll just dot it down okay. there and blot it in. It's just a good first layer on top of your sunscreen. It's just a good first layer. And then I, I you know, if I'm wearing, if I feel like wearing CC cream that day, I'll put that on top. But I'll also okay. just do the shape tape and then some powder. So okay, I really that like is it. good to know. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am gonna have to I think Gully uses the shape tape. Caroline uses the shape tape. Um I don't I probably could benefit from it, but I, I really my under eye area, you know, I have areas I don't like. My under eyes don't necessarily bother me so much right now. Like okay. I, you know, I mean they're they're fine. Um but I have other, mainly the lines around my mouth or what, because I'm like, for somebody who's never smoked, it feels very unfair <laughs> that I have these lines. You could have been, you could have been smoking all this time. I, I could have been smoking all this time. And uh-huh. now, as it turns out, it feels like it's not fair. But on that note, I tried, so I picked up in Target last week. I was there running some errands and I made a couple of swings through their cosmetic department because. I was there, but I picked up on a whim because I was intrigued by it. Um, it's Maybelline and it's their Super Stay Ink Crayon Lipstick. Oh, and I've never I'm heard gonna, of this. Uh, well, I had not either, but I was intrigued by it because I do like a lip, like I like a lip liner to help because I feel like when you do get those lines around your mouth, it helps to be able to more, you know, to better define your actual lip shape. Yes. Um, and then I like the, like the little 
stick. Um, what am I trying to say? You know, like Clinique has a little chubby stick. Like I like those crayon type stick applicators, but this is a thinner, like it's got a fine tip. It's got a built-in sharpener. It's like a pencil, but you fill in so you can line your lips with it and then you can fill in your lips with it. So it's the consistency and texture of a lipstick, but it's, okay. it works almost more like a lip liner and it really does stay like it, it really does last. Um, but I really like the way it feels. And so it's all matte finishes. Um, I got one called lead the way, which is just a real kind of a, I don't know, a brownie peachy mauvey kind of thing, but they have all kinds of different colors, but I really, really like it. It's become my go-to that I put on every morning because I feel like I know it'll last. And then because I like my lips, like every now and then I'll still put gloss on during the day, but the color stays. Okay. Yeah. I really like it. So what's it called again? Maybelline Super Stay Ink crayon lipstick okay they really thought that through in terms of something that would be easy to remember super stay ink crayon lipstick well that's why I had to look it up because I was like I don't even remember the name I just know it's like a crayon lipstick but it's super stay ink crayon lipstick but it's really good so if you're looking for something new um it's got good staying power it doesn't feel dry and it doesn't you know some of those can feel super drying and it doesn't feel like that and it doesn't get all icky on your lips I just every now and then just because especially when because it has been windy in San Antonio as you know it's been affecting our internet (laughs) so I like to put a little gloss on yes to keep my keep my lips moisturized well that sounds fantastic so okay well we're um we've made it to the end we got it feels like it went fast At, at least it did for me People listening may be going, no, oh, that wasn't so fast to me, but it felt fast to didn't, me. Didn't now, we do have to mention just briefly, because I know we don't need to talk about football all the time, but our teams do play each other this weekend. <gasps> oh, that's right. They do. See, I blocked it from my from my, from I, my brain. I, I do. Yes. Well, they're playing. I mean, it, it's a testament to our season that we're playing in the, in the prime Saturday spot of 11 a.m. in the morning on the SEC network. Tells you what a powerhouse matchup they're expecting <laughs> this to be. I, to yeah. really decide who's mm. going to finish second to last in the SEC West. That's exactly so right. It's a, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a big one. It's a big one. So, um, yeah. I know. It's. I, I thought the other day when we were coming driving back home from Startville and I was listening to y'all's game against Ole Miss and I, I thought, you know, I just – and so I didn't really know what to expect out of our team this season, but, but I did expect that – both of us would be in a different place than we are currently. Yes. I, I was, I was somewhat more hopeful than maybe I needed to be. Yes. Yes. I, I agree. I'm going to say that my hope for the weekend and not because, you know, obviously I'm going to be cheering for A&M, but I did see a statistic that said that if the Aggies managed to beat y'all, it will be the first season since 2013 where we've managed to beat both the Mississippi teams in a season. Okay, I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. apparently the Mississippis, because y'all were always, we always faced one or both of the Mississippi teams when we'd start that November slide into oblivion. <laughs> like that was always the, it was like we were going along and then we were like the Sooner Schooner that tipped over on Saturday. Yes, like it was like we were going and then, yeah. that was that was like Aggie football season so I mean it feels like it would be a moral victory if we could manage to beat y'all on Saturday but um but I'm not really 
banking any of my hopes, dreams, um, or state of mind on that particular outcome. Listen, I'm just going to tell you, this is where I am that here's where I am with football season. I got home Saturday. We got home Saturday night and I, you know, kind of, I don't know. I pondered sort of the state of the football season. And when I woke up Sunday morning and looked on Twitter, they announced that state was going to be playing UAB in fall baseball here in Birmingham Mm -hmm. on Sunday afternoon. And it was like, it was, I thought, well, this is what, this is what hope feels like again, because I was like, oh, another sport. Oh, another sport. Now we didn't get to go, but I was just like, oh, we can go see something besides football. And and listen, we had a great time and our team Mm -hmm. played really hard. I was impressed by our effort. We played really hard the whole game. We played a great great first half. I think Uh that, you know, it it looks like they're trying to move in a good direction. But I have, Uh I have, I I have very realistic expectations for this weekend. I just, I think it's hard to go play in College Station. So that's what I think about that. Well, not according to Kirk Herbstreet, because he basically (laughs) said, why is everybody so afraid of Kyle Field? When was the last time we were dominant there? Which... Fair uh, point. Um, um, but, you know, why do you need to kick us when we're down, Car Carb Street? <laughs> so that's it. That's all I'm going to say about that. Okay. But hopefully. I miss that. Hopefully. It'll, yeah. No, that was on a, it was like on an Instagram thing. It was all over Aggie everything because oh, the, okay. they were basically making fun of us. Um, but, you know, it's okay. It's it's all going to be okay. It's it's a it's a rebuilding year. And, you know, it just it is what it is. So um, and really, I'll be at a soccer game anyway, so I won't even be able to watch the game. So right. um, I'll be following on Twitter, which is probably for the best. Always. Always. <clears throat> yes. yes. Okay. Well, okay. we hope y'all are having the best week and we will be back next week. So it won't be long now. And if you're our one of our Patreon subscribers, we will have our October Q&A coming out in just a couple of days. That's right. See y'all later. All right. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.